All right, praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks, and we are thanking and praising God and giving Him all of the glory and the honor that his name deserves. Now, we want to continue to deal and talk about some things dealing with the power of God. and his ability to have for given us all those that will be born again and those that will be a part of the body of Christ he has in totality forgiven us for the sins that we will come into the world and that we will commit. That is why it's very emphatically important for the child of God, the born again saint, that you make it a habit, that you make it a habit to judge one's self. Because look at the judgment that the Lord took upon himself so that you can continue life, but that life be lived for God's sake, for his name's sake, for his body's sake. Now, I really want people to really understand that you would not be here if it was not for the purpose, first of all, the purpose and the plan of God. But mainly because God manifested in the flesh, did a work that no other mankind could do at a time because everything that God does is kingdom at a time when there was a world ruler a world power in control at the time and God very strategically over time because God knows the end from the beginning. He puts things in play. He allows things to move forward in motion. So that his will can be performed. Watch this. We're talking about God's power of forgiveness. God's power of 
of forgiveness. Now, we're going to get to his ability and his power to forget. That's amazing. That there is somebody who can atone, who could cover your sins, your thought life sins, your heart life, what's in your heart, sins, your actions with your body, sins. There is somebody that has propitiated and forgiven you beyond what you really can believe. There are, then there are those that really doesn't care about the part about yes he has forgiven my sins and totally so if he has done that then they go off and think that they're going to live a life of sin or a life separate from the God that set you free no, it don't work like that. He saves you from something to something. He doesn't save you from something to nothing. And he definitely doesn't save you from something to yourself. Amen. Watch this. Now, hoping that realizing the power of God's forgiveness, it will bring a total humility and a trust and a hope and a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just amazing that God is judging his son that he allowed the sins of the world past present and future to be placed on the child then for him to be bruised because for the wages for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life and jesus is the gift of gift the gift of god the free gift the gift of grace. Now watch this. I want you to see something in God's ability even as a son to walk in the commandments and in the obedient obedience and the reverence of God the Father. Watch this. Now, you and I was, wasn't even here. We weren't even thought of. And look how we act in the building, even in the world, in the streets, with our partiality. Because we think our place in God is determined by things. 
no, 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 no. You didn't get into the body of Christ by things. You got into the body of Christ by the, the power of God's forgiveness. The power of God making peace with himself. Before you can even come to God. Before God can even have thought about us. That was after Christ. He first had to make peace with himself. Because of sin. If he wanted to help us and make us a participant in anything that God was willing and thought to do. This is very serious. This is very serious because I think it's only honorable and thankful that the Lord was obedient to himself that he went to the death of that cross, nailing our sins that he is going to forgive us to the cross. He was nailed to the cross. The sins that we would commit, the sins were with him. When he was nailed to the cross, our sins were nailed to that cross. I hope you understand this. This is the only way you can have the freedom and the liberty and the peace that you have with God and the freedom you have and the liberty, whereby even now, out of all that the Lord has done and forgiven and forgotten, we still sin we still sin it pastors apostles prophets bishops and missionaries child care folk parking lot attendant it doesn't matter we still sin it out of everything that the Lord has given mainly God placing the sins of the world upon his only begotten son who came to fulfill the volume of the book upon his head. Then he was bruised, wounded, and chastised, tormented, Watch this. In the book of Luke, chapter number 23, verse number 26. In the book of Luke, chapter number 23, verse number 26. And this is Jesus on his way to the cross. He has shut down the whole 
of the cities, the surrounding places, the surrounding cities, the surrounding places that knew him, that heard of him, that was healed by him. The mute, the halt, the lame, the dumb, all these people that was healed by him, their family members from different surrounding cities are here at his crucifixion. It says, and as they led him away, they laid, a, laid hold upon one Simon, a Cyrenian, this black man from Africa. He came to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. When he gets to town, the whole place is shut down. Now he goes to see what's going on. Now he gets to this, this road and he sees a, a monstrous crowd. And now he's wondering what's going on. And it's thousands and thousands of people. Watch this. And they laid hold upon one Simon, a, a Cyrenian, from Serene in Africa, coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross. This black man is just coming from his homeland, which he already must have known of the Passover and must have been associated with the Jews. The Romans, which are children of Japheth, immediately, because Jesus is a Shemitic, children of the Jews, he immediate, they immediately, at the time that God has chosen, picks this black man to help Christ bear the cross. Not the whole cross, but the patabulum, which was in the navel of Jesus' neck. He couldn't go any further. So this black man grabs Christ and they put the, the patabulum of the, of, the, of the cross on top of the neck, of the navel of the neck of the, of the black man Simon, Simeon, and Christ. And he is holding Christ up and now he has become the eyes to the body of Christ. Black people, you are the eyes to the body of Christ. He has forgiven you as a nation right there at the cross. If the black man is holding Christ, he's in a bloody mess, then the blood of Jesus is on him. If anybody got forgiveness and blessings and 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 broken curses and broken generation curses it had to be Simeon because he had the real blood of Jesus that y'all call on today Lord cover me in your blood the blood of Jesus this one black man from Africa ends up 
coming in towns, town and sees a mess and ends up with a blast. For eternity, for generations, for generations, the black line that will carry the word of God even into this United States. Watch this. Coming out of the country and on him they lay the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him. Watch this. There followed Christ and they followed, there followed him a great company of people. A multitude, a great company of people are following Christ and of women which also bewailed and lameth him. Now these folks is in love. They love what Christ was doing while he was with the disciples. He fed 5,000. He fed 4,000. He brought a blessing in their business while they were fishing. He, he blessed them to have the taxes for their whole family to continue in ministry. He sat down with them and talked to them and told them things about him and his father. because they were becoming acquainted with God dwelling among us, pitching a tent, living among us, walking with us. This, this experience here, what the Lord is doing here, it will not be a tabernacle experience. It will be a bodily tabernacle experience. It will not be a tent tabernacle experience. It will be a bodily tabernacle experience. Read 1 Corinthians chapter number 6. Watch this. And there followed him a great company of people and of women which also bewailed and lamenteth him. Watch this. Now Jesus is in a bloody mess. He has been bruised. He's been chastised. He's been wounded. And all of this is for our sins. Jesus said, being but Jesus turning unto them said, daughters, of Jerusalem weep not for me but weep for yourselves and for your children because see he is a prophet he said don't weep for me weep for yourselves because you have y'all have cursed 
your head. Y'all have asked for your head to be destroyed. Christ is the head of the church. Christ, Jesus, is the God of the Old Testament without a body. He says, daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. Look at the Holocaust. 600 million Jews watch what you do to the men and the women of God whom God has expressed his power of forgiveness and God has forgotten who they were because he is making them to be who they are in him. He says, for behold, the days are coming in the which they shall say, blessed are the barren and the womb that never bear and the pops which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things, and the green tree, what shall be done in the dry? If y'all doing what y'all doing now under God's son, how you think you're going to make it after the rapture during the tribulation period because you rejected the power of God's forgiveness? If you say you don't want God, then you're saying you don't want his forgiveness. Then you're saying, don't forget my sins. Let them let my sins remain. Let the remembrance of my sins remain. You can see, when you hear that, you can, you see great white throne judgment right there. Let your sins remain because you accepting Christ and Christ accepting you and you becoming a partaker, being born again of the water and of the spirit you receive the power of God's forgiveness for your sins, past, present, and future. Not only that, but the power of forgetfulness. Watch this. And there were also two other male factors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, the place of a skull, 
There they crucified him, meaning Christ, and the male factors, one on the right hand and one on the left hand. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then they continued to desecrate the Lamb of God, the Savior and the Redeemer of the world, their head. For the head of the woman is the man. For the head of man is, is, is Christ. Head of Christ is God. Look. And they parted his raiment and cast lot, gambling at the cross. That costly robe that Herod that placed on him, that they marched him up through there saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They took that garment and gambled for it at the bottom of the cross. Y'all going to gamble away God's forgiveness and God's ability of forgetfulness of your sins. Y'all going to gamble that away. Stop calling God a liar. Stop calling God a liar. Watch this. And the people stood beholding and the rulers also with them derided him. They derided him saying he saved others let him save himself if he be Christ the chosen of God, the soldiers also mocking him, coming to him and offering him vinegar. Now this is a continual mocking, a continual slandering, a continual misunderstanding, a continual beating abuse of a man that came from God to forgive your sins. Are y'all, are you crazy? Y'all gonna see an onslaught of the works of Satan. People selling their soul to the devil because they reject the work of Christ. His ability to forgive you for your sins, past, present, and future. That even once you have accepted him, from apostles on down to laymen, you still sin. He has to, has to have had 
forgiving you for them sins too. Watch this. Saying, if thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. He didn't come to save himself. He didn't come to save himself. He came to die. He came to die and meet fulfillments. He had to be raised because he's going, David, he is the king. David is an exact representation of Christ. Even in age, even in the time he reigned as a king over Israel, which Christ himself will reign over Israel the same 40 years and a half. He already got the 33 and a half. Now all we need is a rapture in Daniel's 70th week. Each week represents seven years. That's, that's seven and 33 is 40. And a half will be the, the life of Christ reigning as Israel's king going right into the millennium. But after the millennium, after that thousand years is completed, you need another piece of time, which is that half a year, 33 and a half, that half for the time of the battle of Gog and Magog. Because y'all won't stop sinning and y'all have rejected the forgiveness of Christ and his ability to forget your sins. Watch this. Watch this. In Hebrews chapter number nine, verse 23, and even everything in Hebrews is just a very heavy book of, uh, written by Apostle Luke, the Apostle the gospel writer Luke. Luke here is giving us some very deep revelation, revelatory understanding of the work of Christ dying for the sins of the world. In Luke chapter 9, I mean, in Hebrews chapter number 9, verse 23, dealing with a better sacrifice. It was therefore necessary that the pattern of the things in the heavens should be purified with these. He's just saying that it would have been nice that the things of the Old Testament could have purified or sanctified you for eternity, but they couldn't. But the heavenly things themselves 
with better sacrifice than these. Because Christ is a heavenly thing. He is not like the he is not the things of the Old Testament. He is the giver and the maker and the creator of the things of the way of the Old Testament to get into the new and better way, a new and better sacrifice. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. Let me say that again. Did, wasn't your church building, wasn't that made with hands? For Christ is not entered into the holy places. Didn't, don't y'all call y'all places, y'all buildings, holy places? Made with hands. If they are made with hands, which are a figure of the true, just are a figure of what's the true thing to come, but into the heaven itself now, but now into the heaven itself for real, to appear in the presence of God for us. It's talking about Christ. Nor yet that he should be offered, offer himself often. Nor yet that he should offer himself often like the high priest did in the Old Testament. Enter into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world, watch this. But now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And it is appointed unto men once to die, but after that, after this, the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Amen.